I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 277 of the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. How about your good self? I'm fucking tired, man. Oh, no. It's, it's been a long week. You know, it's, it's for us not frustrating. It's annoying when, you know... I have this stupid fucking cancer. I'm learning how to do a new job. And, like, I get home from work and, like, I have, like, zero energy. Like, I I finished up today. I was driving home and I was just like, fucking hell, I'm tired. I really love what I do. I mean, I still love what I do. You know, it's it's fun learning something new. But also, I'm very hard on myself. And I set expectations for myself. And when I don't meet those expectations, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait yourself a break. Yeah, I, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I try, but I don't. What about you? How's everything going with you? I'm I'm doing okay. I finally have mostly beaten this cold. I still got a little bit of cough every now and again, but it's nowhere near what it was. I'm not like going through a box of Kleenex a day anymore. That's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I know my cough has mostly gone too. I don't have to take the, the, the pearl things anymore i was taking for a bit it was funny i was i had a hot date with my oncologist yesterday on valentine's day and she's like oh are you still taking this medication i'm like the little balls no i don't take the little balls anymore and she's like the, the pearls like she's she's very like precise and mm-hmm. she's very yeah. like to the point you know like she has all the facts all of everything like nothing's abbreviated like she like you can't joke with her you know <laughs> like i i make a bunch of like iud jokes because Every now and then, like, she searches, and she's like, oh, like, you have IUD? And I was like, I have an IUD? And she, like, awkwardly laughs. Oh, but I I had a very, not awkward moment, but a, a shareable moment the other day. So I had to get a pelvic ultrasound the other day because I've had a couple MRIs, and they're like, there's shit in your pelvis that we don't know what it is. So we're going to, we're going to do another test so like what they do what they fucking make you do emily is that they make you drink a shit ton of water okay and then they have you do like the do ultrasound 
um, to like they put the thing on your stomach and mm-hmm. they press on it really hard when like you feel like you're gonna fucking pee yourself. Oh, fun. And then they let you go pee and then they do the vaginal ultrasound. And on the way over there, Carlos was joking with me. He's like, hey, like, wouldn't it be funny if they let me put the the little dobble thing inside of you? And I was like, that's really funny. I don't ever I don't really think that they would do that. So I get there and the, the technician I have, he's really young. Like, he looks like he's younger than me. Like, mm-hmm. blonde hair. He looks like he should be at the fucking beach. So it's time for that part. And he's like, do you want to insert it yourself? And I'm like. No, you know, I'm, I'm making small talk because I get nervous because yeah. even though I go to the hospital all the fucking time now, I still get nervous in the fucking <laughs> hospital. So I'm just like, oh, no, it's okay. And then and then I decided to tell him, well, actually, it was funny because as we were driving here, my fiance was, <laughs> was saying that he should be the one who inserts it. And he just looks at me. He's just like, yeah, I don't think that would have worked. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, okay. And then. He has music playing in the background and I didn't think too much of it until I hear like the voices in the song talk about him. And when you hear a song and someone just says him, that's fucking Jesus music. You're listening to Christian rock music. I'm sitting here with the sing up my vagina and I'm listening to Christian rock music. Emily, what? Uh, That is incredible. I love it. Yeah, and then the worst part is because I, I totally forgot that, like, they're not allowed to tell you if there's, like, anything wrong. So I'm just like, hey, so uh, is everything looking good up there? He's like, uh, I'm not allowed to say. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then it was just awkward silence for the rest of the time. Then he, like, hands me a towel to, like, clean myself off. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> you know, it's, it's something, because you had uh, texted me about this over when it happened. And... I never thought about it before, but I'm actually really glad that they offer that for you to like insert it yourself because I imagine they're seeing a lot of people who will like there's gonna be a lot of people who would have like traumatic histories and you know, to like having somebody else insert something into you as opposed to you doing it yourself. Like it's really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really it was really progressive of our Christian rock guy to ask me. And then, like, I kind of felt bad afterwards because I'm thinking he probably doesn't want to insert it inside of me. Like, why am I forcing him to put this thing inside of me? But I'm thinking, his like, job? It's his job. But then I'm just like, should I have done it myself? So it's like I'm just sitting there just, like, debating on, like, what should I have done in this situation? And then I bring up that my fiancé wanted to stick it inside <laughs> of me. And... I don't know. Yeah, see, because that, yeah, that does imply some sort of sexual thing. So then the fact that it is the tech who did it makes that seem weird. Yeah, so I get home at like 630. (laughs) I'm like, I'm done. I'm tired. Knockout. I didn't go to work the next day because I'm just like, I'm fucking tired. I, I slept like all morning. Just one of those days. But I got my results back and, you know, we just have a couple of, uh, what are those things called again? I don't fucking know, but nothing, nothing serious is okay. going on right now. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Oh, fibroids. That's All what right. it is. Fibroids. I have like a big fucking fibroid in there and they're just like, oh yeah, we think it's fine. Just meet with your gynecologist. And I was like, I, I don't have one of those. And they're just like, oh, well, 
it's just so funny that like just now just every like i need a doctor for this i need a doctor for that you know i had to text my dermatologist yesterday because you know just it's so it just having cancer is weird because it makes you focus on like so many different things that you never used to focus on before like i've seen you know i've seen my gynecologist you know like several times and more times that i've ever thought I would at this point in my age right. you know because I thought you know if I wanted to have kids one day I'd, I'd see one but I mean I'm not that point and I've seen one like yeah I don't know but it's fucking wild but I don't know at least I'm like mostly healthy I'm happy about that I'm not getting like too many side effects um I'm just tired that's yeah. just really what it is it's tired no energy um yeah but we've had a good week we we won a couple of grammys last weekend okay we won the super bowl that's pretty exciting i can't believe we won the super bowl emily yes we did we worked so hard to get (laughs) where we are and Mm. it's funny because a year ago i was so upset that that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl against the Bengals. No, wasn't not the Bengals? No, who? No, it was the Eagles. It was the fucking Eagles. Never mind. It was the Eagles because it was the Kelsey Bowl. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and I wanted Jason to win. But now I'm happy because Travis Kelsey ended up being like a, a decent guy and he's dating our, our girl Taylor, so... Yeah, it's just really... And she's got a new album coming. Yeah, man, that was a fucking surprise. We all thought that she was going to announce Reputation, but it turned out to be the Tortured Poets Department. And now the internet's mad at her because she's writing about her ex-boyfriend. And I I don't know, Emily. Like, no one was mad when Stevie Nicks was writing about her past relationships or... Uh, it's not exactly a new idea in no, music. It's not. And it's incredibly sexist and it's annoying that we were like back 10 years ago when like Taylor was, you know, writing music about like Harry Styles or Jake Gyllenhaal or something like we all write about our personal experiences, you know? Like why is that a thing to I don't know, but it just it's people being upset that she's so successful. And it's kind of like that with the Chiefs too. Like people hate the Chiefs because like they're so fucking good at football. Patrick Mahomes is very good at what he does. And then people hate him for it. So they nitpick little things like him getting like upset at a game or that his brother is an annoying TikToker and his wife is annoying. Well his <laughs> okay. wife's I don't know. His wife's fine. And um, Jackson's on not on my shit list anymore because there was that shooting yesterday. And I was reading stories that he was like helping like he like saw a kid and he was helping the kid and he was helping the people around him. And I was like really like, you know, surprised of, you know, how someone who I thought he was would act in that situation. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a fun couple of days. We're all Aust- we're gonna be in Australia. Actually, we're in Australia now. We're about to have a concert. It's gonna be our biggest concert yet in our that's, career. That's pretty big. 
she plays some pretty big places. Yeah, she does. I I don't think that she's been to Australia before. I could be wrong, but no, I think she has. But I think that's the biggest place because I think that's like where they do their, I think cricket. That's the Melbourne Cricket Ground, right? Yeah, and the Cricket Ground. Yeah. Is Melbourne pretty big? Yeah. What's like Melbourne like the size of? I don't know. Like. I always like comparing things to like states because it's like weird because it's like California is the size of like three different states. I don't know. Well, Melbourne's a city, so Mm -hmm. you got to compare it to other cities, not to states. I guess. But I mean, like Australia is pretty big. Melbourne population is 5.3 million. Mm. That's like five Californias. No, no, that's like, sorry, five Los Angeleses. <laughs> You're very good at math. I'm not. I'm fucking tired. You just hear, I just hear Carlos just sighing in the background, just like, God, what are you doing? Okay, so Melbourne by area is slightly larger than London. Whoa. But it's also one of the situations where, like, you don't know, like, I don't know, that's just the Google result. And when it comes to, like, what counts as the city in terms of, like, urban sprawl. I wonder what fun things there is to do in Melbourne. I mean, we we have a lot of Australian friends, you can ask. Yeah, I just, I can't go to Australia yet. Yeah, well, you know, maybe one day. Yeah. Yeah, because one day it's going to, the Star Wars celebration is going to be there. And, like, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. I may have to talk to a couple people first. See if I can get some business done. But... (laughs) I don't know. I I think that Star Wars Celebration should be in Hawaii. I think that Hawaii... Uh, I think we need to leave Hawaii alone. Yeah, okay. Um, Hawaii uh, does not want us there. That's true, that's true. Where else should Star Wars Celebration be? Maybe back in London. Yeah, I look, the rest of Star Wars Celebrations can just all be in London as far as I'm concerned. I know. I I want to go back. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun by myself. And then now I get to bring Carlos. And Carlos will be able to have fun. That'd be a lot of fun. And then it'd, it'd yeah. be seeing you there because you could live there. Yeah. You get more fish and chips. You'll show me like all the all the cool hip things because you live because there. I, yeah, because yeah, I live in London and I'm very cool and hip. I can't even show you the cool and hip things in New York City, a city I lived in for like 15 years. I know Carlos the other day. He's like, do you think Emily would ever go back to New York? I'm like, I don't think so. No, I mean, not to not to like live. Yeah. I mean, I got to come back to see the Avatar sequels with Steve, but that's true. I know those are coming out. I don't know when, but they're coming out. (laughs) I think the next one is next year. Well, I find out because um, 
I we have our D23 this year. We'll hear from Jimmy Cameron again. Oh yeah, your friend Jim. Yeah, I go Jimmy. Oh man, no Jimmy. Jimmy and the Skype. Very, very enthusiastic messages from James Cameron, as always. I know they haven't sold tickets yet. I think they're supposed to start selling them in March. But and they haven't even started selling them for Japan yet. For celebration. Yeah. I don't even said like when they're going on sale. I know I need to. Once it's once it's April, I'll have to meet with my travel agent to yeah. start planning. Cause I can't do it, Emily. I, I planned one no. international trip by myself. And no. and also, that was a trip at least, like, you to a place where you speak the language mostly. I mean, I know you also did, like, France, but... I felt so bad when people would walk up to me and speak fluent French. And I just didn't, I felt like such an idiot. And I was just like, why am I, why did I do this? Like, well, I'm here, I'm disrespecting these people because I don't know the language. I mean, that's what being a tourist is. I know. Tourism, ugh, I don't know. Tourism. Speaking of French, we have a new show from our friend Ben Mendelsohn. I watched I watched the first episode and a half because I was watching one tonight when the call started for the podcast. But yeah, pretty good so far. Uh, it is something I knew absolutely nothing about, which is like both like Dior's experience during the war and also the, the, like all the crazy shit with Coco Chanel, who I knew there was some like anti-semitism like nazi uh you know like by i didn't really know much about it at all like i knew that she was like not a good person but yeah i'm going to get into it now like she's just been tasked with like taking a message to winston churchill to pressure him to in the war it's all very strange but and then ben Mendelssohn's little sister played by um Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones was part of the French resistance and so we just saw her like get captured by the Nazis and it's all very scary but really good performance from Mendo so far like accent aside like you just sort of have to get used to that but oh and other people are in it too like John Malkovich is in it oh I can love that guy yeah he's playing like the head of the fashion house that Dior is working for at the time what streaming platform is it on? It is on Apple. Oh. Yeah, I think like the first couple episodes are up and it's going to then it'll be weekly. Yeah, it's it's pretty heavy. You know, like you see people get tortured and shit and you see them get brutally murdered by Nazis, which is not fun. So, you know, if you're going to like, you know, like, yeah, it's a show about fashion designers, but also it's a show about fashion designing during World War II, and it's mostly about Nazis. And then it'll just be occasionally, like, here's some pretty dresses, and then there's some more Nazis. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see if I can do that. I, I feel like anything, like, anything, like, war-related, I can't do, because in my brain, I'm like, this is 
realist like this fucking happened this fucking happened these nazis literally tortured and fucking killed these people and i'm re-watching it like these are real people yeah. And I don't know why, but with like everything else, I'm fine. Like when you Star Wars, they pew pew some people, but like this, I'm like I can't. Yeah, I am generally I don't I don't watch like I don't like war movies like even really well made war movies. I don't like war movies, but this is like I can do stuff that's during the war. So like because this isn't like set on you know like a you know you're not on any battlegrounds or anything, but the yeah the the yeah some of the scenes are pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Well, let me know how it how it is so that I'll see if I have the 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 courage to watch. I know um that one new show, I think it's the not the Pacific, the one Masters of Air? Masters of Air, thank you. God. Fucking cancer. Um I hear that's I actually haven't heard anything about that yet. That's one I wanted to watch, but I ha- I haven't had like the motivation to like watch it yet. Yeah, I hear it's pretty good. There's a lot of like people that I like who I like in it, but I, that's the kind of war thing I'm not going to watch. I'm like, nope, that's too much war. I know Carlos and I just finished watching Suits. We really liked it. Oh wow, you zoomed through that pretty quick. Yeah, because I started like right after Thanksgiving and ended it now. What? There's like seven seasons of that show or some shit nine jesus christ yeah we had a lot of time to kill in florida like you know on the plane and taking the train and then taking the plane again yeah we loved it i always feel like shows and the final season just aren't as good that's often the case and then they do a thing in the last episode where they just try to bring everything together and just it's like, Ooh. but it, it mostly worked. I mean, overall, I think it was a pretty good show because there was never a boring season. Like there's always something going on and it just it's funny because, you know, you go through different eras, you're, you, go, you go through different, you know, feelings, you know, for different characters, you know, like this season, this character could be a dick and the next season, like you're rooting for them. And then the season after, like they're a dick again. So I really like the cast. I really love the characters. And I think that if anyone's looking for something to watch, like mindless, watching, mm-hmm. you know, I think that Suits is a good option. Yeah, like a good like background show. Yeah, it's a really good background show. Yeah. Let's see. Kevin and I have officially now started Rome. Me, I've watched it before. It's his first time. And that's really fun because I fucking love ancient Rome shit. And like I I only watched this show once. Like I think I've seen a couple other episodes again, but I only watched all the way through when it was first on. So it's fun to go back and see it and it's only like two seasons you know it's only like 22 episodes total so that'll be pretty quick you guys should do Rome for your honeymoon I don't know I don't have much desire to like go to like present Rome you can see like the Colosseum yeah go see the Tower of Pisa and take like a weird picture like, like the tourist picture everyone takes yeah, I guess Italy at some point. I'll be close. 
that's the thing is I got to realize now that like visiting other countries has got easier. God, I know. Like I look at a world map sometimes and I think, oh, wow, like London's close to a lot of stuff here. Let me look right now. You guys are so close to like France and like you can take like a fucking train to. I don't think you could take a train to wait, let me let me look at a map. There's, there's got to be ones that go to under the channel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's London. That's okay. That's fucking crazy to me that there's like an underground train that can take you from from London to Paris. Like that's crazy. And like, how did they build that? Like that's I I want to show about that. Uh, I'm sure there are ones. I mean, not like dr- dramatizations, but I'm sure you could find some documentaries about it. I just, I do think about that even just sometimes like in the subway when we're going under the river on the subway. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even understand the like the basics of like, how do you start that project? Yeah, well, you're really close to Ireland, too. You can you can meet my long distance. OK, one thing I fucking hate about being a redhead is that everyone's just like, oh, you're Irish. You're from Ireland. And I'm like, I don't fucking know where I'm from. I have red hair. Like, there's people with red hair that aren't from Ireland. I don't, I don't know. Let's see where you could go. You could go, you go to Germany. You could probably yeah, I do want to go to Germany. I do. I fucking want to go to Germany, too. You can go to Budapest, Romania, <laughs> Ukraine. Not Ukraine right now. Yeah, uh, I want to go to Transylvania. Isn't that in um? Why am I thinking Australia? Are you thinking Tasmania? <laughs> I'm thinking Tasmania. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Dracula does not live in Australia. Too much sun. Much like you can't go there. <laughs> no, I can't. You go to Rome. You could go to to Naples. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Naples. It could. Napoli. You can go to Sicily. Yeah, so probably if once I can go to one city in Italy, I think I can go to all the cities in in Italy. Yeah. Mostly, I just want to go back to Scotland. I know my mom was telling me that too, that she and my dad want to go to Scotland. I was like, well, let me know. I want to go too. Yeah, Scotland's incredible. We had such a good time. Yeah. Would you ever go to Egypt? Hot. Yeah, it's hot. There's a lot of sand. I'm like interested in the pyramids. Yes. But like, I don't think I'm like, would I go? Like, I don't, like, there would be, like, a, there would be, like, a couple scenarios where, like, I would go. Like, if it was, like, you know, a group, you know, if, you know, I don't know. If it was, because Disney sometimes, <laughs> Disney sometimes does, like, vacations. Or they're like, hey, like, you're going here. Like, we'll plan the vacation for you. Like, you imagine. Want, if, did you want to Egypt? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there is, but there's ones for different places like Greece or something. But maybe, maybe there, one day there'll be one for for Egypt. Like, just imagine yeah. like Mickey Mouse helping you get through Egypt. That like, seems like the worst way to go to Egypt. 
I don't know. There's someone out there who wants it and and who will, I don't know. Like, Egypt is a place I would want to go, like, if I, I could go with somebody who had been there before and knew what they were doing. Yeah, I, that's that's the scenario. Like, where go here's to. what you want to see. Go here. That's too touristy. Go, don't go there. Don't do to this thing. I, I mean, I'd kind of love to see, like, the, you know, like, the Great Pyramid especially, but... Here's, like, what's crazy about the pyramids. So, Cleopatra is closer in time to the present day than she was to the building of the Great Pyramids. Like, that's how long ago the Great Pyramid was built. Mm-hmm. They've been around like, for a while. Like, that's insane. It's just sort of like, I don't know, like the scope of time of that is always incredible to me. That even the things we think of as ancient Egypt, like, no, it ex- there was ancienter things for like a couple thousand years before that. Yeah, it's just crazy. Look at our pictures of tourists there. They all look so happy. I remember when I was that happy. I don't know. There's a ton of places where we can travel, Emily. I don't know where my next like big vacation. Well, I, I think our I think my next big vacation is going to be my honeymoon. But oh, okay. Where do you want to go for that? I don't know. I think we want to do a cruise. I know because when I was when I went to Normandy, uh, the people I was there with. They were in the middle of doing like a river, like a river cruise or something. Okay. And it was going through like Germany and other places too. And I'll have to get more information on that because I thought it was interesting that they were able to stop in Normandy and then like just get back on. So, yeah, I like the idea. Like if I was going to, I like the idea of those river cruises. I mean, because they're not as like overwhelmingly huge, but also because it's like some Agatha Christie shit. And I love it. Like there's Poirot set on river cruises. Yeah, and I would want something, too. Like, I would rather be with someone who's, like, celebrating their retirement versus, like, someone celebrating their kid's fifth birthday. Yes. So, because, like, I'm fucking respectful. Like, lights out by seven. Like, I I will follow the fucking rules. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, like, I feel like I have a fucking field day with talking with people who are retired. Like, I just. Oh, yeah. That's your whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I would just have a fucking field. Like, that'll be my vacation is hanging out with retired people talking about retirement. There you go. Yeah. Happy honeymoon. God. Yeah. And Carlos would just sit there just like, oh, my God. No, he. He enjoys it. He's the kind of guy that's like is happy when I find something happy to talk about. Like, no, it could be I could be talking about like worms. He'd be like, I'm so happy that you're happy talking about worms. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what did you do for our? Did I see those lovely flowers that Kev got you for Valentine's Day? Did you guys like have like a nice like sexy chat or something? Yeah, we had a little chat. Like, I mean, we we chat every day, but you know, I wanted to talk on Valentine's Day. Here's the like what I found is if. If we were together, 
on Valentine's Day. I don't think I would care about Valentine's Day as much. Mm-hmm. But being apart from him on Valentine's Day, then I'm like, I really care about Valentine's Day. And I'm going to mm-hmm. get you a present. I'm going to get you a card. And I'm going to do all this stuff. And we're going to have a nice little romantic talk. But if we had been together, I would have been like, yeah, let's get some nice dinner. But yeah. let's just eat at home because I don't want to go out for dinner on Valentine's Day. I know. We had to go to the hospital because I had to go see my oncologist. Um, <laughs> you know, it was actually it was actually funny. Like, I had to get off work early. We had, like, a cupcake thing at work where we all made cupcakes. Pretty good. Like, it was kind of, like, planned last minute because one of my coworkers was just like, we should just make, I you know, she just was, like, one of the days where she was just like, I'm hungry. I want cupcakes. And someone else is like, well, it's Valentine's Day soon. Let's make cupcakes. And it just became this whole thing. Like, everyone made cupcakes. Like, there was a shit ton of food. It turned out really cute. So we did that. And then I had to go to the hospital. And then we were going to go get dinner from somewhere that we really like. But I just wanted, like, gross food. So I'm like, let's go to Chili's. Okay. Let's get a cheeseburger. And, like, it was just such a good day. We got home. I ate too much food. They have these, like, big, like, block mozzarella sticks now. Ooh, that's They're, like, good. really good. It's, like, just a whole block of mozzarella. It's, like, this big. It's so fucking delicious. Oh, I love mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks are, like, the key to my heart. Like, even if it's, like, a frozen-in-a-box mozzarella mm-hmm. stick, like, I fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. fuck with mozzarella sticks. And New Season Love is Blind was on last night, so we were watching that, so... That way, I think was the best Valentine's Day because we didn't do shit except go to the hospital and go to Chili's. Yeah, and then, yeah. And Carlos got me flowers. He got me flowers the other day because I I was sick. And then um, I was joking with him. I'm like, well, my office needs flowers. And he texts me yesterday and he's like, hey, there's something on your car. Go get it. And it was some flowers. So Aww, that's sweet. It was really nice. It's so funny. Like, it's so funny. Like working in an office and seeing like the girls go down to get the flowers and just see like what different flowers they get. Cause like Carl's got me some like simple flowers. It was perfect. I don't like anything too much. And um, my old boss, her boyfriend got her this like giant bouquet of flowers. I'm just like, Oh yeah. my God, like that's impressive. I don't know. I don't need a man spending more than $20 of flowers for me. Like I, I'd rather like spend that in food presents. Yeah. Disney Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. Someone walked by my office today and complimented my Taylor Swift bucket and cup that I got from the movie. Yeah. And then I went on eBay and I bought more of them. (laughs) Well, okay. But I think I got a pretty good deal, Emily. So I got a new bucket. It's a tin bucket. A tin bucket. A cup. And two posters. Guess how much I spent? Twenty dollars. Thirty. Two posters. A cup. Are, are, are they the same poster or are they different? Yeah, posters? they're the same poster. What are you gonna do with two of the same poster? I don't know. Make a shrine. <laughs> make a shrine in my cubicle. I don't fucking know. But I'm just happy because I, I have something now. I have a nice tin bucket. Because I had a paper bucket. I have a paper bucket, and it's not really a nice bucket. And I don't know why I didn't buy. Well, no. I know why I didn't buy. Because I went to the theaters, and I saw it, and I wanted to buy just the bucket. And they didn't allow 
people to buy just the bucket. You got to put popcorn in it. Even if you wanted to pay for popcorn in it, still no. Isn't that crazy? Like, just give me my bucket. But I don't know. God bless those people that work in movie theaters because they have deal people like me who want a bucket. In just a bucket. But then, like, I realized I wasn't crazy because someone I was working with was telling me a story how he bought the um, Black Panther bucket, too. You know, because he wanted to display it in his home. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Like, yeah, we just want our buckets. Like, this is a totally normal thing. Uh, yeah, they make the, they're they making the, the Dune popcorn bucket that looks like a flashlight. Why do they do that? Why? I don't. Like, look. I understand, like, the whole, like, sandworm thing. Like, yeah, the sandworms look how they look. I'm just thinking, maybe you shouldn't have made a popcorn bucket like that. Also, I don't particularly want, like, a popcorn bucket. I have to, like, reach into a hole through. Like, I mean, I want my popcorn to be, like, readily available when I'm eating it in a dark theater. In a perfect world, there would be something... You know, like that, where, like, you put your hand in, you eat the popcorn, and your hands aren't buttery. Yeah, I don't think that technology exists yet. I know, because then, like, obviously, like, the only the only thing that could resolve it is not putting too much butter. But, like, you got to put yeah, butter. Why are you eating popcorn? popcorn? But, no, yeah. that's why when I'm at home eating popcorn, I use chopsticks. Yeah, that's smart. You don't <laughs> you don't just bring your chopsticks with you into the movie theater? No. Also, at the movie theater, I don't generally get popcorn. Yeah, we haven't been in the movies for a while, but every time we go, Carlos always gets popcorn, and I'm always, I'm always like, oh, that looks so good. It smells so good too. But it's always like, when someone else has something and it looks like really good, and then you get it too, and it just like it doesn't look as good as theirs. Don't you fucking hate that? Yeah. Well, here's the other thing: like, if I'm going to movie theater and I see them freshly popping popcorn, then I will be tempted to buy popcorn. But like, if I'm going to like an AMC and it's like looks like it's been sitting there for four fucking hours then i don't want that popcorn then i'm gonna get some nachos yeah i don't do nachos nor nachos for me like if i'm at if i'm at like my nephew or nieces like sports games and like they have like the nachos and like a crock pot like you bet your ass i'm having some of that nothing like crock pot cheese those chips you get at costco or those other chips or just classic tortilla chips just drowsed in nacho cheese. What's better than that? Not much. How much? That's what I like at the movie theater, though. Or else, else I'm going to like a place like the Alamo that you know does like full, you know, like burgers and chicken sandwiches or pizzas and you know cocktails and everything comes to your seat. Then I'll get like actual food. I've never been to a theater like that before where you can order, like, actual food. I'll have to do that one of these days, but I don't know what else is coming up. Oh, and the Eras Tour. Emily, you'll be able to watch the Eras Tour on Disney Plus on March 15th. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch it. Oh, man. That's going to be the best fucking three hours of your life. I think three I'm hours. That's a long time. That'll take me, like, a week. It's so good. It's just one of the greatest things to happen. Speaking of movie theaters, oh, are are you excited about Phantom Menace coming back? I am. My favorite Star Wars movie is going to be back in theaters. I remember when I saw it in 3D. I, I did not go to the 3D it. one. I really enjoyed it. I was hoping that they do that with the rest of the movies, but they stopped with Phantom Menace. Hopefully they do it with the other movies, too. I, 
I'm excited. I'm definitely going to go see. I'm going to spend way too much money to go to the movie theater with Carlos or with. I already told Rusty about it. Rusty's like, fuck, no, I'm not going. <laughs> Good for him. But no, it's, it's my favorite Star Wars movie, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it's good. What I thought it was funny was that the day before um, Empire Magazine, like, they tweeted something, like, hello there. And like, everyone thought that they were going to announce season two of Kenobi, like, Which, right after, like, they just had, like, the earnings I mean, call I mean, for Disney. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the the fact that it would be announced the day after an earnings call where it was not mentioned by Empire Magazine seemed um, suspect to me. And I was like looking at going, oh, they're going to have a like a special Star Wars edition of Empire Magazine because it's a magazine doing a tweet promoting a thing that they're going to have. It's probably going to be an issue of their magazine. But people love to like build up hype that isn't there and then get mad when that hype is not realized. I don't know. I just, I, Emily, you're so hip. You said suspect. Emily's like, yeah, this is sus. Emily's hip, man. What? That's not being hip. That's like a word that people use. Emily, that's your Emily's hip. She's like, yeah, this shit sus. You know, cap. Sus like is a thing that like was used when I was in college. Like sus like has made its cyclical slang plenty of times. I don't know that that was never really a thing. Like I started hearing sus more. Like now, like that and the Riz, you know, I don't know, but it, I, I totally lost track after you said suspect. I'm like, wow, Emily, Emily's fucking hip. But I agree. Like, I thought it was so funny. I don't know. Star Wars is just so funny because Star Wars just doesn't care. It's like, OK, like, here's this magazine. We're going to talk about Palpatine fucking and just other other random things, which like it's nice and then oh we're gonna announce that we're putting a movie back in the theaters the movie that no one wants no that's terrible i feel like the movie that no one want, or is the fucking sequel trilogy because everyone still hates the sequel trilogy but i don't know i'm fucking excited i'm ready to go should be fun let's see oh and we got bad batch next week right oh shit we do Three episodes. I'm excited. I hope it's good. It will be. It, it it's exceeded our expectations many times. No, I genuinely really enjoy that show. I'm 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 really looking forward to it. I want to see the boys again, and I want to see my girl Omega. Yeah. And I'm just interested to see like where they go with it and how they end it. Yeah, I'm excited to see how they're gonna end it. Like where everybody ends up, you know, in the universe, because that's always a question in Star Wars. Yeah, who's dead or the the dead or alive game? Or you know, like in hiding somewhere in a way that makes sense that we've never heard from them in the rest of canon. But that happened with Ahsoka. Like, look at her now; she has her own show. Does she? Ahsoka? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I never heard of that one. Yeah. It, it, it went one season. It wasn't really good. 
They had this one episode where they brought back Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker, and they put a bunch of makeup on him, and it was fine. I mean, it was fine, fun seeing Hayden, but we got to see young Ahsoka, too, and in the clone troopers, you know, like, and they were in the Clone Wars and shit, and the Commander Cody was there, too, and... But everything was all fucking dusty because, like, they couldn't probably... It was probably really expensive. So they were like, let's make it fucking dusty so that they can't see shit. Is Commander Cody the one that Hawes hates because he killed the lizard guy? Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm not sure if Commander... I'm thinking of Rex. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> he, hates, he hates Commander Cody because he killed Boga. That's the lizard guy, right? Yeah, the, Boga. That Obi-Wan writes? Yeah. Her that name makes the annoying Boga. sound. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know she had a name, but... yeah. Yeah, Boga. Yeah. Boga. Okay. I remember um, the old Star Wars website had Wikipedia, but it was called, like, Star Wars Hyperspace. And I remember reading, like, so much on it, and there was a lot of information about Boga. There was even, like, a book about Boga. Like, a kid's book, obviously. Oh, well, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. But, but she... I don't, I don't know if there's enough there for, like, a... a gripping adult suspense novel but i don't know I, I miss star wars hyperspace i used to stay there i used to go in there for hours and just like read about characters and reading about like luke luke skywalker and like what happens to everyone like after return of the jedi that was a wild time no, yeah, so next week we'll have new Star Wars to talk about. That's weird. I know. Like, we'll actually, like, have purpose again. And, and I'll be watching it, too, so it won't just have to be, like, you explaining to me what happened in the thing I didn't watch. Oh, God, I know. Thank God they're not bringing back Ahsoka for a long time. I mean, who the fuck knows when anything's happening anymore? Yeah, Star Wars is like a fart in the wind. When's the next movie? 27? God, is that I what they said at that call? Something like that. I don't fuck if I know. I should know. I have a Star Wars podcast, Emily. I should know these things, yeah. but do I know them? No. I mean, look, at this point, like, when a movie's, like, you know, two and a half years away, it's sort of hard to get excited about it. Yeah. And when there hasn't been a movie in, like, five years and everything they promise... They under-deliver. But Bad Batch is good. Yeah. And, you know, maybe Skeleton Crew will be good. It's got, it's got Jude Law in it. And the baby dinosaur head. Oh, yeah. Fucking Jude Law. Hey, uh, did you hear that a disgruntled ex-employee of the Mandalorian is suing Disney <laughs> because they believe they should not have been fired for comparing wearing masks to... The fucking Holocaust. I mean, look, she just fucking sucks. And torpedoed her own career and was given plenty of chances to not do that because it's not like she tweeted that and they immediately fired her. She tweeted that and they gave her a chance to, you know, undo that shit and apologize. And she's like, no, I'm going to keep being a, like, weird right winger to like fucking transphobe cunt and then they, she didn't have a job no more my favorite part about reading 
the lawsuit was so rest in peace carl weathers she mentioned carl weathers several times she mentioned that oh well pedro was you know talking about you know like his support for the lgbtq plus community like why can't i support what i want and i she was saying how she felt forced to do the pronouns thing and she felt forced to have a skype call with some people from the lgbtq plus community like the idea that like being a like bigot is just you know support you know like talking giving your views the way like you know pedro tweeting his support of the lgbtq community is is so mind-boggling the like awful that it just pisses me off i don't know it's like oh you tweeted about black history month so i should be able to tweet about white power i'm like "Mm, there's a difference it's the guys that are like why isn't there there's a woman's there's international women's day why isn't there an international penis day i want to be able to celebrate my penis i mean the thing is there there is an international men's day and the only time that those men care about international men's day is on international women's day yeah and then they care they get, get, get this i'm like they care so much that they're like hey you know what roe versus wade that's fucking ours now like you don't have control of your bodies anymore it's up to the state so fuck you and your bodies it's it's about us. It's about our dicks. Our dicks can do whatever they want. We can put them in the fucking buckets. We can do whatever the fuck we want with our dicks, Emily. There's a there's a uh, British comedian, um, Richard Herring, and back when when Twitter was still a thing that you could be on, he would spend the entirety of International Women's Day responding to every single tweet. That was like, oh, there's International Women's Day. When's International Men's Day? Being like, it's November 19th. It's November 19th. It's November. Like, it'd be like hundreds. Of, like, that's how he spent his whole day doing. It was so great. And then he like would like, there was some equivalent that he would do of like, you know, like donations that went to organizations. But just like the fact that he devoted like several years he did this too. Is it really November 19th? Yeah. Oh. oh, there you go. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, men. Men of the podcast. I apologize. I did not know that one out of the 365 <laughs> slash 366 days of the year, there's a holiday dedicated to you. I mistakenly thought that it was 364 days a year. There's a day dedicated to you, but yeah. and look, look, like, look. I think you know it's fine to have a day that you know is like much, you know, like I think it talks a lot about like like um like men's health and like mental health and things like that. And I think that's important. But the only like you know it's that certain brand of guy who own doesn't actually care about that stuff. He just wants to use International Women's Day to be like, well, why aren't we talking about men? I'm like, well, because there's a different day for that. But they come International Men's Day, those dudes don't tweet anything about International Men's Day. They only want to complain about not having one, even though they do. Of course, and Emily, how could we possibly forget, too, that there are six pillars for International Men's Day? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll, I'll start, I'll name some of the pillars. You know, pillar number one is to promote 
positive male role models. Okay, that's good. Number two, celebrate men's positive contributions to society, community, family, marriage, childcare, and the environment. Okay. To focus some, on some men. questions there. Yeah, uh, there's uh, there's several. I I'm surprised of everything I'm saying right now. To focus on men's health, well-being, social, emotional, physical, and spiritual. That's great. That uh, no, 100%. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's positive. Okay, number four is to highlight discrimination against men in areas of social services, social attitudes, expectations, and law. Well, so well, here's the problem with that is. You you can twist that really badly, yeah. As of course you know, like men are, but there are all those things where it's like, if you're approaching it from the idea of, you know, trying to promote non-toxic masculinity, then that's great. And the, like mm-hmm. the idea that you know, like men don't need to be this thing. This is also you know, examples of of good stuff from like men and like the way that we expect men to act in the world. That's all very important, but it's also easily like to take that and skew it as, oh, you could so hard to be a man in the world today. Cause all, you know, like, uh, like it's so hard to get a job if you're a, you know, straight white man. Cause all of the, all of the minorities and the women are taking the job and you can't even, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All right. Number five, to improve gender relations and promote gender equality. Awesome. Number six, to create a safer, better world where people can be safe and grow to reach their full potential. I mean, that's ambitious. I don't feel like 45% of men know how to do number six. (laughs) And, you know, some of those 45%, maybe it's, it's not their fault. But, like, I would say, like, half of that 45%, like, that is their fault. So, like, 20-something, 25, 24.5%? I don't know. I don't like, know. Like, I'm looking at some of, like, the, they have, like, yearly themes. And, like, they're really, you know, it's talking about, like, mental health, uh, talking about how high the rate of male suicide is, on celebrating men and boys and all their diversity. That seems good. Positive male role models. That seems good. Helping men and boys, which in Australia was called celebrating mateship. Yeah. Which is possibly the most Australian thing you'd call it. But yeah. That's good. I mean, I feel like it comes comes from a good place. Oh, then they have a International Binary People's Day on July 14th. Oh, that's good. Good for them. Yeah. That's oh, I like that. I know. Good for. I don't know. Then they have Transgender Day of Visibility on March 31st. That's coming up. It's just, it's, you know, we're joking before about International Men's Day, but I mean, it's cool for people to have a day to celebrate like themselves. But look, if you actually, you know, do like. It, like the idea behind it is like very very good like there are a lot of things especially when it comes to to mental health that we don't as a society talk about and a lot of that but like it's it's so much that comes down to how bad toxic masculinity is both for men and for women 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, if you would have told me this morning that our podcast topics would consist of traveling to Egypt, International Men's Day, and... I don't know what else I would have been like. You already don't know what we talked about today? Okay, that's fine. I don't know what else we've talked about, but I know... What else is there? I guess I, I know that we have because I, I was... I, my brain was telling me, all right, brain, don't forget, we have an email. We yes. don't have emails often, which we don't have them often because we forget. We're very forgetful people, especially Brittany. She forgets everything she forgets sometimes I, yeah. to put on her engagement ring in the mornings yeah i mean she's we don't a terrible get, we don't, woman we don't get very many emails but part of the reason i think we don't get many emails i mean first of all because we have like five people who listen to the show but also because people email us repeatedly and we continue to forget to read their emails until it's like six months old and then i go oh well this is no longer relevant but we have an email from rebecca who is awesome and sent me like four more jars of cheesy vegemite and she's my favorite person in the world because that shit is incredible Mm-hmm. Anyway, should I read it? Yeah. Hi, Kento Biters. I have a fuck merit kill for you both. This one mainly directed at Brit. We can all play. The three choices are Disney World, Taylor Swift, and Carlos. And there is a parenthesis here that I can summon Kev. No, <laughs> I don't want you to. I want to know. Okay, well, here we go. This, again, is Rebecca. For me, it's kill Disney World due to the shitty things Disney does and because it is in Florida, which is a whole new level of shittiness. I would fuck Carlos or Kevin, but not in a sexual way. It's not my thing. <laughs> I would do it by means of something really annoying, like taping over their Star Wars movie with something boring, like their children's first steps. <laughs> Last of all, I would marry Taylor Swift, not for any other reason than to get an album written about me when we divorce. Hopefully oh, yeah. this email makes it out of the show because it is 99% void of Star Wars content. So I think it fits your Star Wars show n- narrative. Huru, Rebecca, and Melbourne, but this email was written, but this email was thought of as I drove back from Adelaide. I get around. Hell yeah. Oh, I do like the idea of the fuck in Fuckberry Kill being fuck with. Oh, I so, thought of it like that. I... I kind of like it. I mean, that's a like that. That's like a, what you do if you like don't like any of the choices. Man, I like that because then I like the separation of ooh, who do you want to kill and who do you just want to like annoy. I don't want to kill you. I just want to make your life unpleasant and difficult. I feel like I'd want to do that to Disney World. Like, make oh, okay. Disney World's life, like... Alright, but, okay, given these three choices, and given these are our fiancés involved, well, our guests were, I'm just dancing with Carlos, so let's, let's go with the traditional fuck in this sense. So, fuck, Mary kill, Disney World, Taylor Swift, and Carlos. What would I do? I think I have to, I have to marry Carlos, because, you I mean, like, I am... He'll come for me if I don't. Oh, man. I think I have to kill Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift. But I love Disney World. But, like, Taylor Swift isn't always going to be there. And Disney World will. 
So I gotta kill Taylor and I gotta fuck Disney World. What's the what's the sexiest Disney World attraction? The sexiest Disney World attraction. You know, the first thing that comes into my mind was like the Fantasmic show because it's like a bunch of water like squirting up. Like it's like a water show. Okay. So like that could squirting water could be like sexy to some people. I don't fucking know. Um, what else is a sexy attraction? Well, I'm just thinking, you know, there's like the the people who are like, oh, I am sexually attracted to the Berlin Wall or whatever. There's whole like documentaries about it. So if you're gonna, which ride in particular in Disney World are you are you fucking? Autopia. Okay. It's not called Autopia though. It's like called like a like racetrack or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. What about you? Are you fucking my fiance? Yeah. It's like yeah, because he's. Yeah. I mean, I'd feel bad about it, but... Don't feel bad. I mean, I'd feel worse if I killed him. Yeah. He's... I don't know. He's a simple guy, Emily. I think, you know, like... I think one time, no strings attached, fuck, that's fine. I've probably had a dream of fucking Kev. Okay. So it's fine. Okay, that's fine. I don't mind. But I... I always have dreams where I have I I have I have phases sometimes where I go through recurring dreams. Um, right now it's recurring dreams of Carlos leaving me, oh. <laughs> and <laughs> which is so funny because I tell him I'm like you left me last night and he's like again, but um I have I used to have recurring dreams of me cheating on Carlos and me forgetting that I'm with Carlos. Okay. Me being like, oh no, I had to tell Carlos I accidentally slept with someone or kiss someone or et cetera, et cetera. Then I wake up and I'm like, oh. I have dreams of my, I've had a couple of two of them now of my ring breaking. Oh. Which, I mean, it doesn't, it seems like fairly straightforward symbolism there. But also I just think it's because I have a lot of anxiety of like losing things or breaking things. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I do, too. That's why I had to get travel rings, because I would feel less guilty if I lose, like, my $60 Etsy ring versus my couple thousand dollar engagement ring. Yeah, I can't. My problem is I can't lose my engagement ring because I can't replace it. You should get a travel ring. Because it was my grandmother's. Like, like the cost, like, I mean, there's no way that was an expensive ring. But, yeah. Yeah, get a a travel ring. I highly recommend it. What I did get for it is a little... Because it's slightly too big, but it's so like thin, I I'm really worried about having it resized. But also because it's only like half of a size, and mm-hmm. so it's like, well, what if like a year from now, like the, like I don't want to have to like resize it and then it become too small. So anyway, I found on Amazon, they're like a little, like half moon, silicon shape. That is like mm-hmm. a a slit at the bottom, that and they come they come they'll come in like a pack of twelve that, and they'll have different widths, so you find the one that's the you know the right width for your wing and it like snaps on to the inside of the ring and it just makes it a little bit smaller. Oh, so it's and and because it's silicon like you don't really feel it very much. Like mm-hmm. if I'm thinking about it, I feel it, but for the most part I don't. And it makes it so my ring doesn't like fly off if I'm like folding laundry or something oh wow 
That's a good idea. I know. Um, what you need to do whenever you have the chance, I mean, probably not now while you're in New York, but when you when you go home to Kevland, um, find a good jeweler to see. Because, I mean, honestly, that's all it is. You have to find a good jeweler that you trust and just say, hey, bud. I think because we, we found a we maybe found a guy we, who we want to do our uh, like actual wedding rings. So I think, but with he, and he's, and he's not that far from Kev. So I want to have, like, we're going to do like a consult with him, like, you know, either, either online or next time I'm over there, but I might just ask him like what he thinks. Oh yeah. Because I, I know when my sister-in-law had the ring, she was told they couldn't resize it, but she needed to be made bigger. I don't know if there's a difference there. Yeah. If, if, if memory serves me right, it's easier to make something smaller versus expand something. Like, cause to make it smaller, you cut out a bit and you resolder it. But then to make it bigger, I think it, I mean, obviously it seems like it would be more work, like changing the, but I don't know. Anyway, for now, this works really well and I don't have to worry about it and it doesn't, you know, it cost me like $5. So yeah. And again, like I had it, I had, um what's nice about that is because again it's such a like a small difference like it's just a little too big so like i had like two days ago i guess the night before i had eaten like a bunch of salty food so my like my fingers were slightly puffy and it was like Mm -hmm. enough that with the thing that made the ring smaller it was almost too small and that's what worries me about getting it like actually resized yeah I know Wade's Wade's weird. Like I know that like when I walk, like my hands get really puffy or like when I eat foods. Um, yeah. Cause I've gained like a little bit of, I say a little bit, a little bit of weight from, you know, surgery and everything. And my ring still fits fine. I mean, like if it, if it were up to me, like in a perfect world, I would have upped it like half a size. Cause I got like a 6.75 size. And my travel ring is 7.5 and it's a little too loose, but I'd rather it be loose and too tight because yeah. I don't want my fingers looking like sausage fingers. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Killing Disney World and Marion Taylor Swift. That's fair. I know. I can't wait to see what what Travis got her for Valentine's Day. I mean, what do you get your billionaire fiance or not fiance, your billionaire girlfriend for Valentine's Day? I almost think at that point it takes all of the pressure off because you don't have to like you look like you look you're not going to impress her with something like super expensive she couldn't buy for herself Mm -hmm. so then you go like well the money doesn't matter at all it just needs to be something nice and heartfelt yeah yeah, he seems like a heartfelt guy. I don't know. He seems like the equivalent to like a golden retriever. But like he has strong golden retriever energy. Yeah. Like but probably a little bit of pit bull too. But like in a good way. Yeah, I, I guess like- we saw that when he was yelling at his coach. That was not golden retriever energy. Yeah. At least he apologized for yeah. doing something stupid. Yeah, being an athlete, that's fucking rough. But I mean, obviously like you know, he took accountability for his actions, which, yeah, you should have because he shouldn't have done what he did. But 
I don't know, sports, that's a fucking wild thing. You're in a different world when you're on the field or on the court or et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't give you the right to be an asshole. Yeah, don't be an asshole in general. But he seems like a good dude. I like him. I do, too. I really like him. I like what he stands for. I like his family. I like his brother. His brother's fucking hilarious. Taking off his shirt and go wild at football games. Going to clubs, putting on random masks, and having a fun time. I don't know. I'm enjoying this era right now. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the new album. Fuck me too. Post Malone's going to be on it. Florence and the Machine. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm excited. I I am bummed though. It's her first album without Joe. I feel like Joe really helped motivate her. Not motivate her, but helped her write some really great songs and folklore. Evermore, Midnight. I really like folklore. Yeah. That and was he, the first of her albums that I bought. Yeah. He had a really big part in folklore. I mean, he won a Grammy for it too. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe Travis, like what direction it's in. Yeah, maybe Travis will help her write stuff. Well, it, it's so funny because I see like the the memes of her talking, her lyrics, you know, like poetry and him shouting on stage, you have to fight for your right to party. <laughs> He's just a silly guy. But a goof. we love our goofs. I have a yeah. goof. That yeah. guy's pretty goofy. Kev's fine. I love Kev. Apparently, you're dreaming about him. It was one dream, Emma, okay? <laughs> one dream. How was it? I don't remember. Oh, okay. It was probably good. Okay. Did you feel bad? Like, is it, Was that one of the ones where you forgot you were engaged to Carlos? I think so. Here, hold on. I, for, I forgot to plug in my laptop, so I got to fuck plug in my laptop yeah i mean i think because like carlos and i are like broken up or something i don't know okay let me get back on here okay there we go plug in my macbook's old well not old i mean i got it god we started this we started this thing in 2017 was it yeah, because when did The Last Jedi come out? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I have no concept of time. Speaking of which, it's time to end the show. Well, we've had, I almost said, we've actually had a good time, but we always have fun. <laughs> Started a little slow. I think we got there in the end. It's okay. Britt, where can people find you on the internet if they're so inclined? You can find me on uh, social media as Canto Britt. What about you? I am at EF Lind. The show is at Cantobite Pod. You can send us email, cantobitepod at gmail.com. If you want to send us fuck Mary Kill or fuck with Mary Kill, let us know. Send some or send us emails about, I don't know, whatever we were wrong about this week, probably a lot. Uh, or your feelings on Bad Batch, because we're going to watch Bad Batch and have an actual Star Wars to talk about. Uh, other than that, thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next time time. Bye. Bye. Uh, Kanto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. 
listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a candle bitch. Brittany the Jinj and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, candle bitch number one. Should know I've been down since day one.